Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Laura Martin, who is an IBS anxiety specialist and founder of Healing to Happy. So, Laura, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And we are happy to have you. So thanks for coming on. And (laughs) we like to jump right in. So if you could start just by telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff that you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah. So my name is Laura Patricia Martin. We already covered that part. Um, What I do for fun is I love to exercise. I've recently fallen in love with Pilates and going into nature and spending time with my partner and my friends. I'm a huge brunch fan. Um, And really, you can probably find me in a coffee shop working somewhere. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, How long have you been doing Pilates? Um, I recently just started actually, um, probably like two months, not even because I used to be a huge, like hit fitness kind of like heavyweight workout person, but I realized all of my life is spent being outside of my body. Um, so I needed something to bring me back in. So I started doing Pilates and yoga to kind of slow it down. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I love that. And tell us a little bit about what you do and kind of what you've done before and now. Yeah. So I am an IBS anxiety specialist. And so people might be going like, what, like, why is that connected? Um, so our gut and our brain are in constant communication with each other through our gut brain access, which I didn't know. I struggled with IBS and anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and all that kind of stuff for a long time of my life. Um, not ever understanding that they were all interconnected and, in order to heal one, I needed to heal the other. And so I went on this whole holistic journey um, at the age of 24 when I had a really rock bottom moment and, you know, started healing my gut, but everything I did was very elimination based and cutting things out and, you know, scared the living daylights about food to you. Like you can't eat anything normally. Um, And I have a history of an eating disorder. So that just didn't work for me. That's like someone, you know, an alcoholic walking in a bar, like that's not going to work. And so I found my way in and out of different practices and studies and, you know, got my certifications and things and still couldn't find anything until one day my naturopath asked me, like, do you want to talk about how your depression is linked to all of this? And I was like, "Mm, not really, actually, like, I really don't want to do that Um, and became really obsessed with dieting and things like that because I didn't want to face the traumas and the things going on in my brain and then finally realized, okay, I've literally tried every diet and protocol and supplement and thing out there. I guess I should probably deal with the stuff going on in my head. And from there, I was able to heal my body. And at the time I was living in Bangkok, Thailand, and people just kind of saw what I was doing and asked if they could pay me. And I kind of just spiraled from there. And I started speaking on stages and on panels and in hospitals and universities. And it just like, clearly I was meant to do it. I just, I'm just now, I always say like, I'm just a conduit of healing to happy. Like I love the science and all the kind of things that like to see the women that come to life and heal their lives and heal their relationships. is just kind of now a part of, you know, the reason I'm here, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so 
you know, take us a little bit into your motivation. Would you say that's it? Do you feel like it's just your purpose? Yeah, I mean, since the age of four, I've always said I wanted to change the world. Um, oddly enough, I went to like bring your daughter to work day with my mom one time. And then I, cause I thought it was going to be like a nurse. Cause everyone in my family has been a nurse. I saw blood and I went absolutely the heck not. Like I am not here for this. Um, and so I went on this wandering path and then as the universe, God source, whatever has a plan always. Right. And so I've always been infatuated with the human brain. I've always loved health and nutrition. I had no idea how to put those together. Like I was in university. I'm like, I just really don't want to end up a teacher. Like, I just don't want to do that. Now I laugh because that's like basically my job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be the mission. I've just like, even when I lived at home, right when I moved back from Asia for like a few months, while I got my feet settled. My dad printed out something that I had made when I was like a tiny little young in where it was just like Gandhi and the things I wanted to do and like change the world and all this stuff. And he was like, good job, kid. Like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And tell us a little bit. So is healing to happy, basically you being your IBS anxiety specialist role, just in company form? Exactly. Exactly. So it's, we do courses, master classes, things like that, walking through group things, one-on-one um, -on -one coaching for trauma events. Um, we're more so now leaning into the trauma side of stuff um, and how that affects our health and arenas in that way. So that's the shift that's coming up now, but yeah, basically. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And so tell us a little bit about what it was like going from I'm doing this for me to helping other people do it? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think I did it for myself for a really long time. Because even when I had healed my body, I was then creating the business for validation. You know, I still hadn't healed those internal wounds of like not enoughness and things like that. So it first started with health and then fitness and then work became an obsession. It wasn't like a nice thing. Right. And so it was just all this validation work. Um, and I would say over this recent year is when it's been a major shift into how can I be of service and how I'm a conduit of this and how this has absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, I mean, I am my best student. I show up to every single course and every single training. Um, but it's really been seeing how it's just evolved, you know, and you kind of have to go with it. And I see now, especially since I have moved from Asia where it was more in person to now how it's online, you know, which is kind of the same thing, but not really. Cause I'm like having conversations with people I've literally never sat in the same room with. Like, I just know their like Facebook name and I'm like, Hey, Haley, like, I'm like, I have no idea who you actually are though. Like those kind of events. Um, but I care so deeply about these women and like what programs. And it's really fun to see because now I literally create a new program or a masterclass every single month because it just like comes through my brain of like, oh, this is what people need. Here you go. This is how you do it. Here's what people need. Here's how you do it. Um, and it feels so much more squeaky clean as opposed to like chasing the numbers and chasing the things. It's like, no, like how many people can come back to the masterclasses because they absolutely love it. You know, that was kind of those feelings matter so much more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Take us a little bit into your uh, dreams and goals now, like your vision for both healing to happy and your life in general. Yeah. So for healing to happy, I mean, it's limitless. Like I want to write books. I want to speak on stages. I want to create products. Um, 
really just letting it navigate, but I really do see it making such a difference because I don't, as silly as it sounds, I don't see this much chatted about in this field yet. Like it's very much low FODMAP diet, elimination diets, things like that. It is growing, um, talking about how stress and trauma and things like that. But I think we're still a world that's kind of iffy about talking about mental health. Whereas like, I think it needs to be something that is just so, so totally normalized. And like, after everything that's happened in the world, I think this is like the second pandemic, like the rise in depression and anxiety and loneliness and suicides. Like it's just, it's growing and it needs to be a discussion. And so I just want to be a part of that, you know, and to create some magic in the world and help people live um, more aligned, I guess. And then for my personal life, I mean, same thing as everyone else. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be wildly in love, um, have some beautiful babies, travel the world a bit, do that kind of fun stuff. And just an expansion of what my life currently is. You know, it's pretty, pretty golden over here, which is really nice to finally say. And then being closer to my family, I guess, would be the next step, like moving back to Florida or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Um, Awesome. So take us back a little bit more into, you know, really your first step into a, like taking care of yourself and what it was like for you, like kind of step-by-step how you work through the mental part to heal your gut. And then also the first step into really helping other people do it and some of the challenges with that. Just walk us through the journey a bit more. Yeah. So when I first, when I finally tried every single diet out there and realized not working, um, taking responsibility for my mental wellness was really hard at the time I was in a really abusive and toxic relationship. Um, I was living in Asia, so obviously my family wasn't around, um, and I was running a business. So it was really a hot little pickle. I put myself inside of, um, I found my way into like Al-Anon and like the 12 step programs for, um, children of alcoholics and things like that. I got myself into therapy. I really found, spirituality. I hadn't found God yet, but I found, you know, source, whatever universe. And that was good for me. Um, and just kept believing there was a thing in me that was like, if you wanted to change the world, what the heck are you doing? You know, like, why aren't you living 1% better every day? It's not like I'm, I was the person I am now or the person I want to totally become, but I wasn't living. And the biggest thing that hurts people's personality is we don't have personal trust in ourselves because Oftentimes we know better and we still don't do better. And why, you know, and it's usually because we have the threat of success. We always fear, oh, but what if goodness does actually come? Because it, it, my personally, like my calibration, my self-worth was trash, you know, like that's why I was in that relationship. That's why I was in those environments. That's why I was abusing my body in such a way because I didn't actually think I was worth it. So my whole thing was, okay, so how do you keep a promise to yourself? how does your word become law? And that became with setting an alarm and not hitting the snooze button. That became with going to the gym every single day, but slowing it down, not in an obsessive way that started like making my bed, like as simple as that, but like make your house beautiful. Stop just showing up and throwing things around, like respect your place. Um, It came cooking more, you know, cooking at home. I think it's one of the most self-respecting things you can do is what is going into your body you know, and over time, like that didn't, it wasn't one at one. Like the first thing was honestly just waking up um, and keeping my alarm and like doing journaling, which I have like right here, like 
and doing that. And it became kind of like a bypassing thing. Like I was like, I have to have my morning routine. I have to have this stuff. And now it's more like lackadaisical where I'm like, "Mm, we're still good. We're still sane. Um, But yeah, it really came from just understanding like I knew so much because I had studied so much, but I wasn't living in alignment with that. Like I was definitely not my best client. I was not doing the work. I just had all this information, but I was afraid of my own success. And it was like, let yourself dream. Like, what would that success actually feel like? Like, would that get you out of this mess? Who do you need around you to get you out of that mess? Like, yes, you're going to be alone. You know, like you're surrounding yourself with crappy people, which means it's a good thing. You're alone. (laughs) You have to navigate through that and be your own strength in this mess right now. And it was really, I mean, it was hard. I'm not going to lie, which is why the work I do now, like is so community focused. And like, even though it's online now, it's like, you still bring together it's always like group programs or we have like our groups and our Facebooks and you know being very open about things because it is there's power and vulnerability when we hear someone and you're like like I loved podcasts that's why I love doing them now because it's like I used to listen to them and just like pace around Bangkok being like oh my god there's people that think like me you know because it's not like I was having these conversations with my friends but I was like oh my god like these people all across the world like they have brains like me or they have dreams like me they want these things and I was like okay, 1% better, 1% better. What are they doing? What is their morning habits? Like, how does this work? And really at the core of it, it had nothing to do with their morning habits. It was just, they respected themselves to do something with the one life they're given, like stop wasting it. And so that was that part. Um, What was the second part of the question? (laughs) (laughs) It was a first step on your journey, which was a great answer, by the way, because I was really looking for that kind of like some adversity and like how you dealt with it. And that self-respect is so key. Like I'm into success literature a lot because I'm a pretty young guy also trying to like forge my path. And that is the number one thing that keeps popping up that I'm like, wow, that's actually like harder to do. Like Mm -hmm. to actually like change your mindset towards yourself is really difficult. So I really appreciate you talking about like it started with just waking up and not hitting the alarm, and then making my bed, like really, really small things to like keep commitments to yourself. Uh, Mm. I love that. So thank you for that. (laughs) Um, But then it's also the first step in what really pushed you to like, build a business around helping people as you helped yourself. Yeah, um, like I said before, it was accidental. It was funny. Like I got my first client the day I left my abusive relationship. Like if that's not universal alignment, like come on. Um, and it became this thing that was really, it was my saving grace. You know, it was something that it was like, if I was focusing on this, I didn't have to think of that. If I was obsessed with this, I didn't have to think that. I'm not saying this is the healthy way, but like sometimes fear is a great motivator. Um, but for anyone that's listening, I did one day, like I remember specifically sitting in a coffee shop in Bangkok, I had hit all my numbers. I had made all the money. I did the things. I shut my laptop and I went, shit. And I realized all my problems were still there. Like I could help all these other people. I could do all these other things, but I had still no self-respect. Like there was nothing could really validate it. And that's when I started to make the shift and start to listen to people and start to create content around that and have discussions. It wasn't so much like see me validate my recovery, validate the things that I'm doing. Look at my rock star abs. Look at this. Look at how healthy. Look at the gut queen. Like it was like, no, how can I serve you? And talking to people and building a community and having, again, repeat clients, repeat customers, people that loved coming to my workshops and my panels and places I wanted to go because it wasn't, it 
it wasn't about me anymore. It was about well, how many relationships can I have? You know, how can I benefit this world that I'm living inside of with the knowledge that I have? Like, it's pretty, it's a unique way my brain happens to work like, with the science and the soul kind of stuff and connecting poop with the brain. Like, it's a weird little niche to be in. Like, how can we use this for people that don't actually feel comfortable to talk about this stuff yet? And from there, it's just kind of bloomed, you know, and I kind of just trust the nudges, I guess. Like I've always been that way where it's like, if I have a feeling I'll sit with it for a day and then I'm like, why the heck not? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like the best thing that I've realized when it comes to business is everything else is extra. My business is extra. Like I am healthy. I have a fantastic partner. I live in a beautiful home. I'm safe. My bills are paid. And I get that's a privilege to have, but that's why everything in my business is extra. So why not just try something? I've had failed launches so many times. I've had fail things. Like it's, it's totally fine. I don't make that mean I am a crappy person. I just did that wrong. Great. So what did I, what went right? What didn't, what am I doing differently, differently next time? All right, let's try again next week. Like, let's keep going on this thing. Like don't sit, but oftentimes it's like one, we never want to look at what we did wrong. Cause we think that means something about us. I'm like, Oh no. Like that means I fail. And I like, I don't know anything about science anymore. And it's like, nah, you are learning how to build something. You are transitioning from offline to online. Like this takes time. Like this is how this works. You move on. Okay. And so what are we doing differently? Like, and how do you want to apply that moving forward? And that's how you keep changing. It's just, again, it's the same thing as self-development. What's 1% better. And it, even if you skipped that alarm that morning, fine. What'd you learn? How are you feeling? Why'd you do that? Move on do better tomorrow. Like it, it really, we got to stop like thinking one mistake means the, the end to us. And then from there, business keeps going. It's just extra. Like it doesn't mean anything about your self-worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And tell us a little bit about what you do now when, you know, your mindset starts to become unstable. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like right now, like I'm in a pickle in like my personal life and things like that and it really has been because of the work that I do like the trauma recovery and things like that where it's like one I identify my feeling before anything so I mean this takes work right like we have behaviors we don't like mine was anger like I would throw things and yell and say things I didn't actually mean because my body that was my coping mechanism and that so now so hard to believe watching I, talk right now. I know, I know. Right. But like, if I think back to myself before Asia, it's like my first like journal article was like, I just punched my brother in the face. Like, what the heck? Like, what is wrong with you, girl? Um, I was like, I need to figure out my life. Yeah. Go to Asia, find it, figure it out. Um, and so now I can like feel it in my body. And so anytime before something happens at work, something happens with my partner, something happens with a friendship, something happens in accounting or whatever, before I react, I can feel it in my body where I'm like, okay, because if I let that feeling come up, then I'm probably going to do a behavior that isn't smart. Like, it's not that I get angry anymore, but like, I'm very quick to get out of an emotion where it's like, this doesn't feel good. Let me try and fix it. And oftentimes I don't make the best business decisions in that state because it's like people pleasing and doing silly things where it's like, yes, you have to please a customer, but also you run a company like that's, you're, you're going to do things that don't, people don't like. Um, and so identifying the feeling before I do the behavior 
And then I start to navigate that. Like my journal is sitting right here. I talk to myself honestly about things. Like I'm not like, you are beautiful. You are loved. Like mantras do not work for this girl. Like my brain, my subconscious is instantly going to be like, no mate, like we don't, that's not how this works. I have to say something that's like, okay, we're like on the journey of figuring this out. How the heck are we going to figure this out? Like, you're not wrong, but what's the solution to this? Um, Cause you're also not right either. Like, what is this? That person on the other arena, they think they're right. So how do we both come to a common solution? Um, and this is really like the conversations I have with myself. I go on a walk in nature. I don't listen to anything. I don't distract myself with the podcast because I know someone else's opinions are going to bleed into me. And I just walk for about an hour and I open up the notes on my phone and I just type. And then I come back and I'm like, okay, here's the solution. Here's what we're doing. And I'm, that's the solution. Like, I don't wishy-washy like, oh, is that the best decision? Is that not the best decision? I let myself release that after the decision is made instead of dragging it through the mud of like oh is this the right one and all that kind of stuff yeah that's usually how that happens and like hugs like you know like get some oxytocin and if you don't have anyone to hug go take a bath it releases the same forms of oxytocin like do that kind of stuff take care of your human as well to downregulate your system but like be honest with your soul in the process i love that and especially for myself first and the people out there who are listening who are like okay so even though I trust in myself I'm still not perfect at that point like there's still stuff I'm working through because yeah, you're gonna be a human like we are forever like there are so many spinning plates that happen that and you got to be able to be like shoot this is such a human day today like I have been a human this last like week we're like my car didn't start like all these kind of things things happening in the personal life and I'm like yo human is not happy right now (laughs) but we got to take care of her like what does she need she needs a hug she needs a rest she needs to like wear sweats for the day and be totally comfortable sip some coffee and do things at her own rate all right cool let's do it like that's fine yeah that's awesome I love it I love it well if there was one or two type of people that you could meet that would help you take the next step in kind of scaling healing to happy Mm -hmm. who would that person be and how would they do it Ooh, I want to meet Gabby Bernstein um I don't really know how she'd scale my business but I feel like she'd scale my soul and because of scaling my soul my business would scale um and I just want to know how she does what she does because I really want to speak on stages um (laughs) who else is it two people you said it could also be a type of person so maybe it's okay Um, someone that is really good at like the funnel side of like the techie side, like that stuff. I'm like, I make beautiful landing pages and things, but I'm like, I don't understand what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> no idea. Totally winging it. Um, it just happens to work. But like, I, how do you relate that back to your team? You're like, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone on like the web development side of things. That would be that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you, um, a, like, are you the only person in your business or do you have employees? Or I have, I have stuff, but it's like social media based, you know, cause that's where we mostly do sales. So it's over on like social media, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on things of that nature. Um, but yeah, the next person is definitely going to be a web developer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be a thing. Like our website just crashed yesterday and I'm like, I have zero idea how to fix this right now like no idea <laughs> I feel that um have you ever heard of like click funnels mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's what we use 
Gotcha. Yeah, that's what we use. Okay. But like our actual, because because we don't use our website anymore. Like I don't necessarily write blogs or things like that anymore. Or pay attention to SEO anymore. Um, because it's just at a point you're like, most of my sales come from Instagram. I'm just going to stick on that platform. Um, but yeah, like yesterday it just like crashed. Cause I was like, all I use is click funnels now, like landing page here, buy the thing. But I like went over on a website and I'm like, what the heck happened to the website? Like when was the last time I even looked at this? Like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> I'm like business, you know, again, human having human moments. And you're just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. So do you want me to keep the website in the show notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we had it fixed yesterday. Okay, for sure. Sounds, sounds <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dreams and goals. Wake up in the morning and don't hit your snooze. Make, keep that promise. You set that promise last night. Keep the dang promise. If you got to move it later, then move it later, but that's fine. Just keep it. Um, and pay attention to the first thing you say to yourself in the morning. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror, what is that? Are you like, Ugh. or are you too afraid to look at yourself? Or do you say something really mean? Like, oh my God, I have so many wrinkles. Like pay attention to that and start to change a little bit of that every single day. Like it has, it sounds so monumental. Like I could say like, eat a balanced breakfast and, you know, balance your blood sugars and get your metabolism. But like truly it starts with what you believe in yourself because from there it's so much easier to make better decisions. Like you're going to want to eat vegetables because you love your damn self. Like you're going to be like, yes, I love broccoli. This feels good. Like, and, but it starts with how you speak yourself and you notice that first thing in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. I'm gonna have to send that to my brother <laughs> <laughs> and myself. Um, awesome. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. Okay. And I like to hear about, you know, just how you thrive in life. So what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Um, my favorite book is, oh, there's two. no, The Last Lecture is my favorite book, I think. No, I know. Last lecture. Who's it by? Do you know? I have no idea. I'm so bad at authors. It's a professor where it was his, um, he had cancer and it's a true thing. Like you can find his <clears throat> last lecture as well on YouTube. Um, and it's a book that he wrote to his kids of all the lessons he wanted to teach them over their lifespan. That's such an awesome book. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Awesome. Um, and what is one way you like to care for yourself? You've kind of alluded to it already. But. Yeah, I, I am obsessed with bubble baths. Like I take a bubble bath every single day, like in the middle of the day and after like all day. <laughs> all about it. Awesome. Do you ever do you? Have you ever been in a jacuzzi bath? Yes. Yeah. I love them. I had them growing up and now, you know, from college to like, even like high school, when we moved, I just haven't had a good bathtub. Oh, <laughs> I wherever I've like, been. I didn't, cause Asia, like it's not very common, right? Like the apartments aren't very big there. Um, and now like in my apartment, I'm like, yo, it's small, but it's mighty. Like this is a soul recharge here. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm in it all the time. Next level. I love it. But if you don't have that, I mean, nature, mama nature is like the best thing ever. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, what is one action step that you can continue to take if you're already taking or take right now to really get on the stage more and meet that person who's really good at web development, sales funnels, or meet Gabby Bernstein? 
ooh, um, keep going to the places that scare me. So like business conferences, flying to those, researching where people are at, get yourself in the room. You know, I hate when people are like, that person's so lucky. It's like, uh uh-uh, that person did the work to be exactly on time. And that's how that works. And so I keep just doing that. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, for anyone that's like going through the thick of it and just know you don't get through anything by being at war with your body or your mind. Like you don't win those things. Um, so what would it feel like if you just liked your, you don't have to, you don't have to like yourself, but what would it feel like to like love yourself through those moments a little bit more? And how would you show up and I mean, you're listening to a podcast, so you're already doing 1% better. So what, you know, these things are like, I always say like in my trainings and things like, what do you do after, you know, otherwise it's just basically TV. So like, what's your step after listening to this? Go do that. <laughs> I guess, I guess one follow-up question I have for you is that person who just really has that negative self-talk that is really, cause sometimes I like, I've been really dealing with this too of like, I have some negative self-talk and I am not always nice to myself. And so um, sometimes I feel like I'm running from myself. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be at war with myself, but one self is really negative <laughs> and I like don't know how to. So what would you say to that person who's like so negative and is just like waking up in the morning and like, doesn't know how to be genuinely positive towards themselves? Yeah, I was that person, you know, like I did that for years. That's why my life was a hot freaking mess. Um, understand it's normal. Like that is how the human brain works. So our subconscious is 95% of the we, the human that we are today, right? Like we think we know all this kind of stuff. No, that thinking brain of yours, that is only 5% of who you are. Every behavior, every action, every thought is from your subconscious, which is what is your belief system, which was all programmed from prior to the age of seven, when we were still in our theta and delta stages of our brain. Like you could have been in the grocery line and you wanted a toy, right? And your mom was like in her adult brain dealing with finances and her husband and or wife and whomever, like going through her things. And you just asked for this toy and she goes, no, put that down. Like you haven't been good today. Just so you stop asking for that toy because little kids are relentless and we keep asking for things, even though they say, said no the first time. And so she goes, no, you haven't been good today. Put that down because she knows it'll make you stop asking for that. If she tells you you're not good, your little chicken nugget brain is sitting there going like, I'm not worthy. I did something wrong. I did this because we don't have critical thinking yet. We can't be like, oh, she probably had a bad day. You know, her and dad, they fought earlier. Like this is, we don't think that way. We're like, oh my God, I'm a bad kid. And so our whole life is compounding actions around that. So of course you think that way. Something happened when we were younger that our belief system or someone said something to us or a teacher said something to us or a friend said something to us and it's compounded over time. So like scientific, for me, science helps me relieve all my stressors all the time. It makes sense. And so the way we overcome that is we catch the thought. The fact that you're thinking about the thought that you're having means that thought is not yours. You're sitting there and you're like, oh, that's a weird thought. That means you were, you can identify that thought, right? Which is fine. Just, okay, so what triggered that thought? Like, we need to bring awareness to it. We need to have understanding like, okay, yeah, like awareness. Where did that come from? Oh yeah, like my mom didn't give me that toy when I was seven. Not that you're gonna straight, straight go to that, but you can probably be like, oh, I picked that up at school or I picked that up from a parent or I picked that up from a sibling, like whatever. 
And then from there, it's the understanding like, okay, yeah, like this is, where is this impacting my life? And it's like, I'm not showing up as awesome at work. It's making kind of work suck because I never feel good enough, all these kind of things. And then from there, okay, so what is a better feeling thought? Like I said, for me, mantras do not work. Like, I can't be like, you are beautiful and strong. My subconscious is gonna be like, shut up. Like, no, you're not. (laughs) But it could be like, I'm on the path to figuring this out. Like over on my uh, like light switch coming into the office is like, I'm on the path of having a successful life. It doesn't say like, I have a successful life. It's I'm on the path because that feels better to me. So what is a better feeling phrase to yourself? And then from there, our brain starts to reprogram. You know, I know that was a very long-winded answer, but like, just to help explain it a bit, it's freaking normal to have those thoughts. Like it it just is. We didn't have the soft parenting style and stuff that like kids have now, like conscious parenting. Like our parents weren't like that. Like they were just like, do better, be faster, go get out. Like, (laughs) Like we didn't have that. So it's like, of course we have those thoughts, but like we have to stop blaming our parents after a certain age. And how do we reprogram our brain? And the fact that you're aware of that thought, you know, means you can change it. We just have to sit there and be like, hmm, yeah, that's not mine because I can I can hear the thought, which that's interesting because it's like two thoughts in your brain. And so now what's a better feeling thought to that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you ever read The Power of Now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Love that. <laughs> um, well, awesome. Awesome. I guess the last thing is any tips for um, when you're first starting out, staying consistent with kind of catching that thought and you know, choosing a better thought and with the reprogramming and all that. Yeah. Pick a time of the day when those things come in and just consistently bring awareness to it. You know, like, I mean, and even that's hard because sometimes they're just like intrusive thoughts, but it really is. It's just, that's why journaling is so powerful. Like I love brain dumping straight in the morning when I'm super, I did this for, I have so many freaking journals. Um, literally had to ship them on a boat. I had so many back from Asia. Um, I'm just brain dumping, like all the worries, all the thoughts, all the criticisms I had, I just put it all on paper because once it was on paper, I was like, that is absolutely ridiculous. Like none of that is freaking true. But in my head, if I only think it, it seems so real. And like journaling isn't for everyone because they're like, I don't know what to write. Write that. I wrote on so many pages in the beginning when I used to write, I don't know what I want to write. I don't know what I want to write. And I would just repeat that. And then like, by the time page three, my subconscious would be come through and be like, you're scared as heck. Like that is the issue here. Like you don't actually want to hear your thoughts. Like this is the whole problem. Um, but yeah, I would say start with journaling, like actually have an honest conversation with yourself on paper. Cause as soon as you get it on paper, you're like this, I mean, it, there might be some truth to it. Like, could it be proven in a court of law? But most likely it's like, that thought is not mine. <laughs> and then you just start to catch them in your day to day and move forward from there. I love that. I love that. I love, especially how you said, like, bring awareness to it and not like conquer it or. Yeah, no, it doesn't change. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay. Like, it's not going to change overnight. It's just like, mm, okay. Yeah, I love that. Cause I'm often like, I gotta win. I gotta win. <laughs> yeah, no. I love that. I love that. Well, awesome. <laughs> Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And guys, thank you for listening. If you are listening and you loved what Laura had to say, you loved her message, make sure to connect with her. And the best way to do that is her Instagram, right? Yes. Yes. That one is at like the at symbol. It's so ITS, Laura Patricia Martin. Awesome. At it's Laura Patricia Martin. Go connect with Laura and also connect her to, I'm blanking on the name of the person. 
Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Connect her to Gabby Bernstein. And finally, send this episode to somebody you guys know needs to hear this message is also struggling with um, maybe they're really negative and mean to themselves and could kind of hear this and take that next step for themselves. So again, thank you guys. Laura, thank you. Drop us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.